Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cryptic Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, take a dive into the unknown. I am your host, Dave, and today I'm joined by a very old friend, uh, John Manning, aka Ging. <laughs> How's it going, man? Oh, it's going, man. You know, I'm alive. How you doing? I'm doing just dandy. I'm alive as well, but my life was never uh, in question. <laughs> Yours was there for a hot minute, yeah. though. But uh, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're doing good. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to be here. I <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> so, <laughs> me and me and John Gang, do you still go by Gang, or is that am I like fucking way in the past? It depends on the company, honestly. Um, <laughs> most of the time, people, you know, friends like you, yeah, still go by Gang. Yeah. Um, in professional, you know, settings, obviously work and so everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've known you for probably oh god. It's, it's got to be coming up close to almost twenty years. I think so. Yeah, Rough, probably. Kind of. Right. Been a long time. It's been a, it's been a hot yeah. minute. And but we haven't really spoken in a while. That's probably on me. I'm bad at being a friend. <laughs> oh, dude, I am too. <laughs> I think that's. I think it's like the 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 perfect collision of both of us sucking at it. That yeah. Uh, yeah, just. But we've also had one of those friendships where even if we haven't spoken in like a few years, like when we do get together, it's always been kind of like no, no time has ever really passed. I guess. A lot of shit's changed, yeah, but like yeah. the 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 camaraderie I feel is there. That's why I'm really excited to do this. Um, now, gang, I do have one uh, question for you. But before I ask that question, I just to let you know that the other day at work, someone was telling me about a horror movie they watched, and they didn't tell me the name of it. But when they mentioned the scene where a girl opens the door and a zombie punches into her stomach and rips out a fetus, you were the first. Oh my person- god. <laughs> It was a Tomaton transfusion, and I was a hundred percent convinced that me and you were the only two people on Earth who had ever seen that movie, <laughs> dude. Totally. I, oh my god, I forgot about that one. That was classic. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was so weird. Oh yeah, we used to hang out with all those Dimension Extreme films. Like where they were, oh, they were so. Oh good. yeah, I, I don't even think Dimension Extreme even like exists anymore, as far as like cheesy B horror movies. I don't think they do, and um. I've actually been working on uh, taking all my DVDs and making them digital now on the computer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, man, going through some of those old titles, uh, it's just absolutely bananas, the stuff we used to watch. Well, dude, they, they told me about that movie, and I was like, all right, so there's this movie, because I think me and you watched Automaton Transfusion and this movie in the same day. Maybe yeah. not, but I told them about the movie Imprint, that Japanese horror movie. Oh, my God. With the needles yes. and the river of fetuses. <laughs> I told them oh that my God. they tried to tell me that that sounds more fucked up than the punching of the zombie baby. And I was like, no, it's <laughs> they're both equally as fucked up. Oh, dude, totally. Oh. oh, man. Imprint. That was when I bought. I only watched once. I only watched that one time. I was like, I'm good. Yeah. Well, that was like me in the movie. Uh, what was it? Oh, that, man. Uh, that Kevin Smith. Horror. Oh, Tusk. I got Tusk. I watched it once. Oh, yeah. And I was like. I'll never watch this movie again. Not because like it was a bad movie, but because it's maybe it's like a weird. I'm not gonna say empath thing because I don't. I think that's a dumb thing to say. But like, I just felt so bad for Justin Long that whole movie that I was like, I can't. Right. Watch it again. <laughs> Emotionally, I couldn't watch it again. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. But yeah, I just oh, want to. I just want to let you know that I that someone brought up Automaton Transfusion and I immediately <laughs> thought of you. Because no one talks I don't about know where you'd even find a copy of it. That's what I'm saying. Like it, that's I, amazing. I, it can't. It must be like on Shutter or something like that. Like it can't be on like any normal streaming oh, service. 
At least I True. don't think so. I need to get a Shutter account. I had one a long time ago, and seems like it's the best place to catch anything like that. Well, someone lied to me. I think it was someone told me that. Like, actually, I think Paramount Plus lied to me because we got Paramount Plus through Amazon to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Did, why did we get it? Oh, we got it to watch uh, <laughs> Rise of the Pink Ladies, the uh, Grease prequel TV show. And <laughs> oh, goodness. It's really good. The songs are all bangers. But uh, <laughs> I th- I, someone told me or it said in the description that you get uh, automatic access to Shudder. And it didn't work. If they oh, fucking cool. lied to me. I didn't get any of that shit. Oh, what? I was so mad. I do. So back to that question I was going to ask you. <laughs> um <laughs> so I know you're a horror guy. You're like a monsters guy, but are are you, are you like a cryptids paranormal person? I don't think we've ever really talked about it before. Like, I mean, believe kind it? of a little bit, a little bit. I'm skeptical, but a believer. Um, I think uh, it's never been like at the forefront of my <laughs> knowledge or or what have you. But um, always interested in it. You know? Yeah. Is there any that you do believe in? Like, like, like if someone was like the Mothman, you'd be like, oh, I fucking believe wholeheartedly in that. Cause I, there's some that I do and some that I just don't, I don't, I don't know if I believe, if I believe in really, and I'm just open-minded to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, you know, he's skeptical of it, but I, I'd say it's, there's a possibility, you know, the truth is out there type stuff, you know, <laughs> there's, there's definitely a, a possibility that it exists. There's, um, but I don't know. I don't know if there's any that I'm like wholeheartedly believe nothing you whole hog or just like this is it this is the one yeah no it's kind of one of those like like could be type situations you know well i mean we're still finding fucking shit that we thought were cryptids that like dude the fucking gorilla used to be a cryptid the platypus but anyways yeah we're we're getting off topic all right gang now just like every other episode uh, you you don't know what we're gonna be talking about today right no, no, no okay. clue. I'm really excited about this one. This one's, it's not, oh God, <laughs> it's not, it's not really a cryptid. I don't think, I don't know what you would describe it as. We'll get into it, but, uh, we're going to go back in time first fall. Then we're going to go across the pond. We're not, I mean, we're not doing American today. So, oh, our story today takes us all the way back to 1800s London, which at the time it was the largest city, largest port and largest financial financial center in the world. Uh, it was also pretty fucking disgusting. Uh, the air was thick with sooty fogs from the numerous factories. The Thames River, Thames, Times, I don't know how to pronounce T- Thames, the Tem- Something yes. like Thames, the Thames River yeah. uh, was pretty much like a moving sheet of just raw human sewage. And the streets were covered in mud, <laughs> quote unquote, which was just a use- euphemism for like more shit. Uh, street merchants and butchers would just throw scraps on the street. Pissing in public had become such a modern practice at the time that people started putting up urine deflectors in the corners of alleyways that would redirect the <laughs> urine onto the person's shoes. <laughs> It's kind of like a hostile architecture, but for like public urination. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like that kind of That's concept. Insane. <laughs> but disease and the constant stress of possibly stepping on a pile of like dead cat carcasses wasn't the only thing plagu- plaguing the city at this time. Something, or should I say someone, uh, much more sinister was happening in and around London at the time. Reports of a well-dressed man seen stalking the streets of London, attacking young women and slashing at them with sharpened steel were being uh, reported all around the city. And no, it's not Jack the Ripper, but something 
possibly not of that this was going to be my guess yeah uh, <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about the mustachioed fire breathing parkour king himself spring healed jack are you familiar at all with spring healed jack no no i've <laughs> i've heard the heard the term yeah but spring healed jack huh now this will be a new one for me all right so spring healed jack was considered quote the scariest boogeyman in all of Victorian England and quote, a fire breathing devil man who could jump unnaturally high, like over walls, buildings, like a fire hydrant. Probably uh, he was described as tall and thin with cold and clammy clawed hands. He was dressed in what witness witnesses described as a black coat, a skin tight white garment. And for some reason, a helmet. Uh, he was kind of like, he kind of looked like if like, uh, DC ever did like a Victorian era version of Batman or Daredevil like that's what the helmet kind of looked like oh okay okay yeah I'm picturing like a Victorian evil can evil over here you know <laughs> kind, kind of yeah <laughs> but the most terrifying thing about him was his unnerving facial expression and that where his eyes were were just two large red glowing balls of fire now oh wild now during the time of the sightings which we'll get into like in a second, Spring Hill Jack's actions were, while still socially unaccept- unacceptable at the time, they were considered nothing more than, quote, wicked pranks. Today, we would probably consider most of his actions as, quote, sexual assault and, quote, possibly murder. But <laughs> no matter how you spin it, the dude was kind of a dickhead, if not kind of funny in a way, more so in the way that he escapes his encounters. All right, John. So are you ready to dive into the world of Spring Heel Jack? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> now, let's let's see what this is all about. <laughs> so the first reported sighting of good old Jack occurred in October of 1837 when a servant woman named Mary Stevens was returning to work uh, one evening in Lavender Hill after visiting her parents when suddenly a caped figure... Uh, leaped out from a dark alleyway the figure grabbed her attempted to give her one of the most aggressive smooches anyone's ever got and then started clawing and scratching and tearing away at her clothes with what she described as a sharp metal claw now luckily for mary sort of i mean it all seems (laughs) fucking terrible and super unlucky no matter how you unpack it uh her screams caught the attention of passers-by who came to help her assailant leaped and bound over a wall in a building and then disappeared into the night. The Good Samaritans attempted to look <laughs> for Mary's attacker, but seems Spring Hill Jack slipped away, never to be caught. The next day, this imperial aged kangaroo man jumped in front of a moving carriage, causing the driver to swerve and then crash. And then witnesses both in the carriage and on the street claim that Jack let out a bone chilling high pitched cackle before doing a standing leap over a nine foot wall. So, you know, <laughs> Dude, he's like, he's like a cartoon <laughs> villain. Like it's, <laughs> that's all I'm picturing. It's just like, so oh, like oh. Baba do clicking guy <laughs> just jumping around like crazy. That's insane. Dude, this motherfucker, like he just doesn't walk. It's wild. But, uh, yeah, just jumps around and, oh, that's insane. <laughs> no. Sightings continued on like this throughout the rest of the year, but I mean, it was only October, so it's like a few months at best, but now, and mm. the legend had pretty much already begun to like spread around. People started claiming that he could shapeshift now into like a wolf or a bear. I couldn't find any, Oh geez. I couldn't find any of those stories, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> in February of 1838, 
Jack did switch up his tactics because like any good prankster, you got to adapt or people just won't fall for your ruses anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Everyone's looking for a caped guy jumping around. So got to do something different. Switch it up. Well, <laughs> you, you want to know how he switched it up? <laughs> no, let's hear it. Uh, he switched it up by impersonating a police officer, which I got to say is hilarious because oh. on February 19th, <laughs> 1838, a woman by the name of Jane Oslop uh, was going about her evening when her doorbell rang. I don't, what is a doorbell in 1838? I'm assuming it's one of those ones that had like a little crank thing on it because they didn't have like electric doorbells. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I read that and I I don't, I know. All right. So I'm glad we're both on the same page. Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't have been at that point. Yeah. Maybe it's like some like string they pull and it, you know, like rings a bell in the house or something. Well, her doorbell rang and a man outside claiming to be a police officer was yelling that they had finally caught the dastardly devil known as Spring Heeled Jack. But he needed a lantern, a candle, some sort of light source to better see the culprit, you know, make a positive identification. When Jane opened the door... She said that the man immediately threw off his cloak and revealed what she described tight fitting clothes that resembled oil skin and also a, quote, most hideous and frightful appearance. Jack then proceeded to attack Jane, breathing blue and white flames into her face while clawing at her skin and clothes with his sharp metallic fingers. Jane's blood curdling screams were loud enough for Jane's sister to hear. And luckily, she made it in time to scare off Jack before any like real harm could be done. Physically, I mean, I'm sure emotionally and mentally, that was probably super fucked up. Um, I mean, you didn't breathe fire in her face, so. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there is a fun follow-up to this story. After Jane's sister was able to scare Jack away, a man by the name of Thomas Milbank was actually arrested and then tried for this attack on Jane. But Jane was so insistent that her attacker could breathe fire that Thomas didn't get convicted and was set free. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good nice all right well where, where we you at? couldn't breathe fire right that's wild <laughs> i mean but hey mm. uh <laughs> so where are we at right now gang how you feeling about jack the uh almost a jack the ripper spring Hill jack i mean i don't know i'm, <laughs> I'm a bit skeptical some no? fire breathing guy jumping around <laughs> town but i like it you're not all in on spring Hill jack right now no, not not, <laughs> not necessarily. He's all right. Well, well, well seems a bit far fetched. Well, maybe this next story will uh will change your mind on this. Now, right. just a little over a week after this attack, another woman, eighteen year old Lucy Scales, and her sister were walking home that evening from visiting their brother. While in the area of Limehouse, the pair passed a finely dressed man in a cloak who was posted up on a wall, all like cool, like I'm assuming, like a marble man. I'm assuming, kind of like. Mm. Arms crossed, one leg yeah. down, one leg up kind of thing. At least in my head, that's what I Oh, picture. yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, as it got closer, Scales noticed his eyes were glowing red, and then he breathed blue and white flames in her face, blinding her and then oh, causing her to seize. Her sister yelled for help, causing the attacker to flee, but this time he didn't, like, leap over trees or anything. He just kind of shuffled off down an alley. <laughs> but <laughs> now... These two attacks happened closer to like downtown London. So their reports Mm -hmm. were more widely circulated than a lot of the others. And these women's testimonies are where we got like the gentleman Jack description that you'll see. If you look up any like artist rendering of Spring Hill Jack, he looks like a, like a very well-dressed man with like a curly mustache, but like with like a devil horn helmet, like almost like a low key (laughs) helmet kind of thing. I still don't understand the helmet. Oh, nice. I guess if you're, 
jumping super high into the air. You want to be careful. You know, it's all about yeah. I mean, yeah. He's he's, <laughs> he's jumping over buildings, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the breathing fire thing. That's that's a little bit wild. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's got to be some reason behind it, or oh, I'm well. I mean, we'll never figure it out. But we'll get to some theories as to what Jack uh, Jack could be. Uh, okay. So, sightings and attacks like this continued for a while. Uh, the Lord Mayor of London kind of shrugged off all the reports of a clawed red-eyed devil that could jump from roof to roof that was getting, you know, all that stuff. Uh, but the police didn't. They surprisingly took it kind of seriously. Which I mean, for the time is kind of impressive i feel like back then <laughs> like the bobbies in london was like oh right get the fuck out of here yet or they'd blow if, if, <laughs> right. if, if, if it's like a woman coming out they'd be like oh you're hysterical you know what i mean so it's kind of cool that they're taking it yeah seriously. yeah um right i mean they probably get like a ton of crime and a ton of like insane shit back then so for them to actually care that's pretty cool well maybe they maybe there's bored of all the actual murder and they were like this seems fun. Like, let's kind of look into this. Uh, one, one source I read even said that the Duke of Wellington, who at this time was almost 70, uh, he even went out armed on horseback to try and shoot this thing. <laughs> I kind of love. Awesome. Uh, sightings and attacks continued even like 10, 15 years later into the 1850s and 60s all over England. Then really? in 1970, the citizens of Lincoln reported shooting Spring Hill Jack in the street, but he just laughed and then hopped away, jumping over fences and buildings. And, I, and in my head, I'm picturing this. He gets shot. He's jumping over the fences and buildings, but he's doing it backwards and just flipping them both off, like flipping them off with like both hands. Also, in my head, Dude, he, totally. talk, he talks like an old timey Batman villain, like, see? <laughs> Fuck you. I looked up a couple pictures of him. Definitely looks like a guy who talks like that. Right? <laughs> he definitely does. Mercy, Spring Hill Jack. That's coming to get ya. There's no way he doesn't talk like that. Oh, uh, totally. Oh, totally. Just just looking at him. Oh, he's definitely, definitely some old timey like. Oh, my God. 100%. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And so, right. So also during the 1970s, like in this little stretch, the, uh, the fucking English army. Like the British army tried tried setting up traps yeah. to catch this like eldritch tigger beast thing. And now <laughs> this is after an incident that occurred in August of that year at Eldershot Barracks in Surrey. The story was that a guard on night watch stationed at the northern end of the camp uh, while keeping watch, he noticed a dark hooded figure out in the distance. As the figure moved, the sentry recalled that he could hear just the faintest sound of like metal clinking together as if the hooded figure was wearing armor. As the guard yelled out, like, hey, the fuck you doing down there? Uh, the hooded figure <laughs> disappeared. The guard, doing his duty, turned around to alert the others when the figure reappeared, this time standing right next to him in the tower. Uh, the figure extended its hand towards the guard, who slapped it away, <laughs> stating that the figured <laughs> hand was, like, ice cold. The guard, who at this point, I'm sure is just full-on shitting himself, uh, screamed <laughs> in... Uh, he caught the attention of some of the other soldiers on the fort. Several of them came running to assist, but the phantom took a running leap off of the guard tower to the field below and took long leaping bounds across the field until he was out of sight. Over the next couple of weeks, several of the soldiers claimed to have seen this hooded ghoul, 
while on night watch. The, uh, the fear of whatever this thing was became so real that the guards on the wall were given extra ammunition and told to pretty much just shoot anything that moved in the night. Need like <laughs> just open fire. Um, needless to say, they never, they never shot or trapped him. So it's whatever. But Spring Hill Jack was last seen for, for like the final time in 1904 and he didn't attack anyone. People just saw him bounding up and down the streets of Liverpool, jumping from street to rooftop back to the street again until he vanished into the night for one last time. Those those are the sightings. Awesome. Before we dive into like what he could be, how did any of these make you believe more or less? <laughs> <laughs> Still can't convince. There, I mean, my guess is there was a weirdo out there and uh, but. It's weird that a lot of people do see the same things, right? Like the fire and stuff. So, but I mean, I mean a lot of people see a lot uh, of the same stuff, but also in America, we all, everyone thought people were witches mm-hmm. for like a hot minute. <laughs> it could be an example true, of mass hysteria true. kind of thing, but who really true. knows? But yep. it does, well, it does get a little more interesting and I will, we'll get through some of these little, uh, some of these little theories before we wrap things up, I guess. So like, like many, like you and a lot of the listeners are probably like wondering, so who was spring heeled Jack? Obviously no one really knows. And there are a lot of theories. Uh, One being that Jack wasn't just one man, but was a group of bored aristocrats at the time, just trying to bring like some excitement into their lives, like at the expense of others. Kind of like, like those (laughs) douchebag kids from the movie, um, uh, funny games. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, they're yeah. just okay. they're, like they're just so rich that they're like bored. You know what I mean? So they yeah. have to like they just want to do something. Yeah, yep. br- bring a little excitement. Okay, to, to okay. The other mundane lives, which I mean, I kind of get, and this kind of actually ties into a theory that I have, which we'll get to at the end. Um, others think that he may be a literal demon, like something that escaped from an otherworldly realm, like some like trickster god type shit, kind of almost kind of like a Loki. Like he's just going around fucking with people just because it's funny to him. But I don't, okay. I don't yep. know, I don't know yep. enough about trickster gods to like really make that <laughs> assumption. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one is a good one. Others claim he may be an alien and the, an alien. Well, the reason for that being is that the reason why he's able to jump so high is because of the gravity strength on our planet versus the gravity strength on his planet. So if he has like a higher gravity on his planet, oh. it's, it's almost like a mm. Superman kind of type thing, except for instead of the yellow sun being like he's the gravity mm-hmm. here isn't mm-hmm. as strong as it is. So he's able to fucking just like his leg muscles are just. Okay. <laughs> he's just fucking ripped. <laughs> He's used to like weighing like 500 pounds on his planet. So he yeah. can just, <laughs> he goes from weighing like 700 <laughs> tons to like literally like 180. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Man, see, look. All right. Now, all right. Okay. <laughs> now, I have my own theory about him, not who he is, but like, I. So my theory is that he made his way to the Americas. The only reason mm-hmm. why I think this okay. is because a few months back, and I don't even know if I made this connection when I was doing it, but a few months back, I did an episode on Massachusetts folklore, uh, which included a section uh, of an entity known as the Provincetown Phantom or the Devil of the Dunes, who in the 1930s and 1940s attacked and terrorized the citizens of Provincetown in almost like 
the exact same way, like exact same description, jumping, yeah. scaring, blue flames, like the whole deal. So, oh, really? Who knows? You know, maybe he is some sort of like timeless being, but the aristocrat thing kind of like like if if it was like a board, like a group of board aristocrats in England who in like the 1800s, who's to say like in the 1900s, they didn't come to America. You know what I mean? And like, start, yeah, he got bored, started doing the same fucking shit. Like this is also a time of like innovation. Like they probably had some way to like shoot like a device that could shoot flame. Like the, maybe that's what the helmet was for. Maybe it was like a hidden, you know what I mean? True. Like true. So true. Or maybe they're just shooting flames around, not like breathing fire or something. And yeah. people are like, it, 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 like misconstruing might, things. It might not be coming out of the mouth, but I feel like if you're in a state of panic, yeah. like you might yeah. assume it is kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Especially with all the people saying it's happening and then it, and then you see someone doing it, you might, you know, you might think, I, I could see that. I, I think, I think the, the board aristocrat thing's probably the most likely. And, you know, as far as the America thing, maybe someone like heard the story and decided to copy it or it's the same people just still fucking around like 30 years later. Oh, it's like, it's almost a like, hundred years later. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. But he, I mean, he was still being seen like. <laughs> I'm assuming unaged up until the 1890s. So like it could just be like, I know maybe it's like, this is is such conspiracy theory about what I'm about to say, but like maybe it was like a group of aristocrats, but there's like a secret organization, like the skull and bones kind of thing. And they're just, (laughs) it's just like a, it's like a, uh, like the rotary club or something. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) but it's like a group of like weird pranksters who just assault women on the street. doesn't sound like a fun prank, but you know, it's no different than any YouTuber nowadays. So, yeah, but you know, that's wild. I, yep. I do think Could that, be. I do think that the aristocrat thing kind of tracks if it's happened because it's literally the same, literally the same thing in Provincetown. And like I said, I don't know if I made the connection. I might've made like a one-off comment saying it sounds like it, but that was before I did like full research mm-hmm. into Spring Hill Jack. Yeah. I didn't know he breathed fire until I did the research. Yeah, that's that's kind of a wild addition to just a guy like jumping around harassing ladies, breathes fire. Apparently, he didn't really seem to hurt anyone with it, but well, he said probably she, she he made that woman have a seizure because of fucking because the bright oh, that's light. That's true, but I don't know if anyone died. Someone, that's true. Someone did. Like, there was like a thing I read that there were, like, he did kill someone, but again, mm-hmm. when things like this happen with like the quote unquote mass hysteria. There are like always going to be like four or five, like really credible, almost kind of like stories, whether or not they're like true, they're just more credible. And then there are the ones that are like, he turned into a bear and mauled my dog to death. You know what I mean? Like, so you got to kind of weed out what might sounds more plausible. Now, do I believe that there was a (laughs) a Rocky (laughs) and Bullwinkle villain who could jump 90 feet in the air, breathing (laughs) fire? No. Do I believe that no. maybe it was some weird tinkerer uh, aristocrat who just had oh. like the ability to like who had a pogo stick <laughs> or something? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there are possibilities because be. if we know anything from watching CSI Miami, it's <laughs> <is> that, <laughs> that eyewitness testimony is very unreliable. But who I'm knows? Man. True. I don't know. True. Also, I mean, you're talking like 18th, 19th century London. I mean, I don't know what their forensics were like back then, but who knows? He could have killed people. He could have. Maybe he was Jack the Ripper. You know? I mean, they were kind of acting you know? at the same time. 
Yeah, true. Maybe true. He, maybe he killed the Black Dahlia. <laughs> when was that? I don't even know. Maybe he's still around. Wait, was the Black Dahlia? No, the Black Dahlia wasn't Jack the Ripper, was it? No, that was no, LA. no, no. That was like early twentieth century. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know anymore. Um, I don't know anything. Yeah, all yeah. These, I don't. I don't know when that was. All these gruesome stories just kind of all just uh, mishmash into my head. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, but yeah, so so like I said, no one knows. Maybe like he was. Maybe he was an alien. Maybe he was a trickster god. Yo. I do like the idea of the trickster god. Demon I think that's or... way more funny. Maybe he was a demon. I don't know, but anyways, gang, that is the story of Spring Hill Jack. How how are you feeling about? It? Do you have any theories of your own? Do you, is there anything you want to? I mean, yeah, I I guess my best guess for him existing would probably be the the bored aristocrat type guy or something or someone who's just fucked up, some sort of like inventor slash mental patient type person i don't know the arist- it, it could have happened the aristocrat thing does seem like the most plausible thing i do like the idea of a group of aristocrats because i feel like i feel like we've heard those stories before but in real life you know what i mean maybe not as yeah. like this but like even like look at like the story of like elizabeth bathory like she was technically an aristocrat is she fucking bathed in the blood of yeah. fucking you know, to be young again like I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying this is on the same level as that <laughs> but no no but yeah but definitely still kind of fucked up and it didn't in like it's not like he was like a mass murderer or anything it seems like someone who is just like i don't know having some sort of sick good time i guess yeah, yeah we're not we're not condoning what he did it was fucked up no matter what no no but- yeah, totally, totally. But if but, but what's fucked just, up? Yeah. What's fucked up is that every source I read is like he was a trickster or a prankster. I'm like he's full on assaulting these women. That's <laughs> that's not fun. Right. Like that's not a prank. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't really just chalk it up to oh he's just having a good time. It's like yeah, yeah. it's kind of a every, pretty fucking terrible thing. Every article was basically like boys will be boys. Am I right? You know, that's like, no, man, this is not good. And he wasn't a boy. He had a mustache that was twirls and everything. Like, oh, yeah, he was he was a pretty wonderful looking dude. He was a, he was a full grown man. This isn't boys being boys. This oh, is yeah. full on assault. But yeah. No. Oh, totally. Nope. I don't know. I think could have happened. Definitely. Probably not like lived 100 years. I imagine other people may have just done similar things, but yeah, you never know. But it could be like one of those things like maybe someone took on the mantle of and then you know, because the Provostown Phantom did say people said he wore like a silver mask, but that could also be like the helmet kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. People back then were all fucking high on opium and (laughs) then no one drank water. Like you couldn't drink water back then. So they're all (laughs) fucked up from whiskey and beer is <laughs> the only way to purify Sweet. anything back then <laughs> just an entire country full of whiskey and opium and yeah and never you never want to end up with stuff like that any any if you watch any period piece ever no one's no one's drinking water it's wine beer or whiskey no. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably just having withdrawals That's- from fucking not having like like, oh man, I didn't take my cocaine for my toothache this morning. Now I'm fucking flipping out. <laughs> right. Oh. All right, man. Well, wild times. Wild times. I think that was a good story. I think, I think it was, that was fun, right? I think we did. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It was, uh, 
definitely interesting. Didn't really know much about this guy. And, uh, I feel like no one really does. Yeah. I feel like the name gets, like he was mentioned in an episode of uh, the Jackie Chan Adventures, if you remember that show. Oh, the animated wow. series. That's a deep poll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. There's a... There's a there's a coffee company called Spring Hill Jack Coffee, which makes really good coffee. So if yep. you're into that, um, but yeah, he's yep. kind of, he's kind of like a lesser known kind of guy, which is kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, which is, which is what I mean. That's yeah, pretty much what yeah. I try to do on the show. I try I, I I save big hitters for like like the the big cryptids when I want to do like a multi part series, but those get boring. Yep. Everyone yep. everyone gets hyped for the first episode, then by the third one they're like, I'm sick of fucking listening about the moth bite. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right man well thank you so much right for on. joining me do you want to um do you want to plug anything like do you want people to, like follow you on instagram or anything do you, do you have a do you have an instagram just for your uh 3d printing or anything like that no no i actually don't really post much of anything on instagram so no i don't really have anything to plug i'm just a, just a normie all you right. know well it sucks <laughs> to suck nerd i don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> been fun all right um but yeah so don't follow gang on any social media but you can follow us on uh instagram at cryptic cocktail follow us on tiktok at cryptic cocktail party uh we have a patreon if you want to subscribe to it it's five dollars a month i do not post on there ever and i feel really bad for mark who is the one patron (laughs) that i do have i'm sorry i will get to doing stuff um we also have a discord server I, uh, it's very lonely in there. I'm talking to basically myself <laughs> when I post in Discord. Um, but yeah, with that, gang, would you like to say goodbye to the audience? Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>